And welcome back. It's midday. I'm Tom Hall, joined by our theater critic, Jay Wynn Russick, who's on Zoom from Ohio. Good to talk to you, Judy. How you doing? Good to be talking to you, too, Tom. So we're going to talk about Mrs. Doubtfire. So here we go again, Judy. Another Broadway musical adopted from a movie. Uh, so what do you think? Is Mrs. Doubtfire, which was a terrific movie. I remember Robin Williams. It was a great movie. Yep. Is it a good choice <laughs> for a musical? What do you think? Well, it's definitely a show where emotions run high, so the characters have a reason to sing. But the strong emotions here aren't about romance. In fact, the show starts with a wife telling her husband that she wants a divorce. The strong emotions here involve a father's love for his three children and his desperation to keep from being separated from them. The father, Daniel, is an out-of-work actor, a father who has expressed his love in the past by being as much of a child as his kids are. And after the judge severely restricts Daniel's time with his kids, he takes a job as their nanny, disguising himself as a Scottish widow he calls Mrs. Doubtfire. Daniel's being played by Rob. He has a song where he pours his heart out to the judge. This is after the judge initially announces that he's awarding sole custody to Daniel's ex-wife. And it's an excellent example of a reason to sing. You can hear the emotion in Rob McClure's voice. Let's listen. Don't take away all my reasons for living. It's more than I think I could bear. So look beyond any misgiving You'll see there's a father who cares Trying to make it all last They grow up so fast And I need to, I've got to, I want to be there That's Rob McClure, who stars in Mrs. Doubtfire. It's at the Hippodrome Theater this week. And are there many changes from the movie? I mean, what you're saying... Sounds uh, exactly what I remember from the movie, or pretty much exactly what I remember from the movie. And there is pretty much of what you remember in there. Most of the plot changes are relatively small. Um, The addition of original songs, of course, is a change. The score is by brothers Kerry and Wayne Kirkpatrick. The script is co-written by Kerry Kirkpatrick and John O'Farrell. This is the team that created the musical Something Rotten. Mrs. Doubtfire isn't as funny musically or in terms of plot as that show about Shakespeare the rock star. But for the most part, Mrs. Doubtfire is entertaining and it does have its laughs. A lot of the humor is in the choreography. That's by Lauren Lataro. The first time that Daniel, as Mrs. Doubtfire, tries to cook a nutritious meal, he is way out of his league. And the efforts turn into a production number with tap dancing chefs. There's also a funny number called Playing with Fire when he's assaulted by a chorus line of river dancing Mrs. Doubtfires. One example of comic choreography comes at the end of the first act. Daniel has gotten a job as the host of a children's TV show. Mrs. Doubtfire, once again, as in the movie, dances with the vacuum cleaner. This is a song that becomes a production number. It's called I'm Rockin' Now. Let's listen.
I've had a couple of weddings I've gone to where I've ended up dancing with a vacuum cleaner, but that's more of a commentary on how I dance than anything <laughs> else. But I can, I can, I can relate to uh, <laughs> to to Mrs. Doubtfire. So that's the national touring cast of Mrs. Doubtfire. It's at the Hippodrome Theater here in Baltimore. It's there until Sunday. You mentioned that Rob McClure, who plays the title role. Uh, Judy also played it on Broadway. Now, that's kind of rare, isn't it, to have a show that's touring with the original Broadway star. That's pretty cool. It is. And decades and decades ago, it was almost the norm. But yes, nowadays, it is a rare occurrence. Rob McClure is wonderful in the role. Um, Robin Williams, who starred in the movie, is, as you pointed out, and he's a tough act to follow, particularly in terms of the impersonations that figure into the show that the actor has to do. McClure is no slouch at that. You you can even catch one or two new impressions, including Donald Trump. McClure also gets to rap, and in a scene that's added in the musical, he even break dances. But one reason this is a rich role is because we see the character change, and McClure gives a very affecting depiction of Daniel finally, at long last, maturing. McClure is co-starring with his real-life wife, Maggie Lakis. She has a far less sympathetic role. The ex-wife in Mrs. Doubtfire is the heavy. Lakis is playing a harsh character. I'm afraid her singing voice is also rather harsh. But she does show her character undergoing a change of heart in the end. The production is directed by Jerry Zachs, who is a master at directing comedy. And this is just his kind of material. I mean, the show is fun. It reinforces the inextricable bond between parents and children. Now, that's pretty cool that the husband and wife get to tour together. Usually, you know, when you're out on the road, sometimes you're away for months at a time without seeing each other. At least that's, you know, they've solved that problem, so good for them. Yes. Um, how convincing uh, is this transformation for uh, Mr. McClure into a, an aging Scottish nanny? I mean, does it, does it sustain? Does it work? <laughs> Well, the script compares the intended look to be a combination of Eleanor Roosevelt, Julia Child, Janet Reno, and Margaret Thatcher. And the result is mostly a reproduction of Mrs. Doubtfire's look in the 1993 movie. I have to say the mask is almost scarier than convincing, and it limits Rob McClure's expressions, his facial expressions. The character of the son describes the look as a cross between Grandma and Shrek. Um, That's pretty much on the money. <laughs> Fortunately, Rob McClure does very well with Mrs. Doubtfire's body language. Now, uh, the Hippodrome has just announced next season, the 24-25 season. This is the time of year that theaters uh, also uh, often uh, start telling us what's coming up next year while they're finishing up this year. Um, but what do you think? How's it look? Hippodrome brings it in looks- some pretty exciting Broadway shows. Yes, and this is a very exciting season in large part because five of the eight shows that are coming as part of the subscription season, five of the eight opened on Broadway in the last year or so. These are new shows that were all ones that I had hoped to but didn't get to see on Broadway, so I'm really looking forward to having them here in Baltimore. I'll give you a brief rundown of those. The season opens with And Juliet, which is launching its North American tour here. It's a jukebox musical that imagines what might have happened if Juliet didn't die at the end of Romeo and Juliet. It has 30 pop songs written or co-written by Max Martin, including Since You've Been Gone and Baby One More Time. 
It's being followed by MJ the Musical. This show has a script by Lynn Nottage, who Baltimore audiences are familiar with. And in fact, her play Crumbs from the Table of Joy opens at Every Man Tonight. Um, so MJ, MJ the, the Musical, that's the thing about Michael Jackson, right? Exactly. And it takes place primarily at a rehearsal for his 1992 Dangerous World Tour. I brought a clip from the, the show. This is the song, You Want to Be Starting Something. Let's listen. I said you want to be starting something. You got to be starting something. I said you want to be starting something. You got to be starting something. Put your head up high. Scream out to the world. I know I am someone. That's the truth about. You want to start now. Because you know it's true. Because I believe in me. So you believe That's the national touring cast of MJ the Musical. That's you want to be starting something. There was a time in the 80s and 90s you could not walk down the street without hearing that song and Billie Jean and <laughs> Man in the Mirror. Uh, so that's coming to the Hippodrome in November. So you said there's five relatively new Broadway shows. So that's uh, that means we got three more. And that's, by the way, pretty unusual that the shows be as new as they are, isn't it? Absolutely. Absolutely. I think that's uh, one of the most exciting things about this new season. Um, so let me tell you about those other three. Uh, Life of Pi will be here in December. This is the only non-musical in the lineup. It's based on a 2001 novel by Yarn Martell. It's the story of a 16-year-old Indian boy shipwrecked in the Pacific in a lifeboat with four wild animals, including a Bengal tiger. And it's supposed to have stunning visual effects and puppetry. Um, the two other newcomers are shocked. This is a musical set in a rural town whose economy depends on corn. What happens when the corn crop starts to die? This show is always described with a slew of puns, beginning with corny. Uh, the season, <laughs> Imagine that. The season, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, I think many more to come. The season also includes the 2022 musical version of the 1959 movie, some Like It Hot. That was the movie with Marilyn Monroe and Tony Curtis and Jack Lemmon. The musical has a score by Shaman and Whitman, who wrote the score for Hairspray. Oh, yeah. Um, so, so that, I'm eager to see and hear that. And the season also includes the other shows. There's some tried and true favorites coming back. Annie, Lion King in Chicago. Plus, there's a chance to revisit Come From Away. But I have to say the five newer Broadway shows are what really drives this impressive season. I mean, we've got a Bengal tiger, Juliet, Michael Jackson, and corn. What's not to lie? <laughs> exactly. And I I do have to say, uh, we saw Come From Away, Linnell and I saw Come From Away when it was at the Hippodrome the last time, which was a few years ago. And that remains one of the absolute best nights I have ever spent in the theater. It's a fantastic show, and this production right. And wonderful. I had yeah. and I had a chance to interview the creators uh, um, for uh, WYPR, and that was a thrill. So yeah, yeah that's definitely worth a, a return visit. All right, so lots of reasons to be down at the Hippodrome uh, this season and next season. So Mrs. Doubtfire, which is what we talked about today, it's at the Hippodrome until Sunday. And next week, uh, as you mentioned, Judy, we're going to talk about Crumbs from the Table of Joy, the Lynn Nottage play at the Everyman Theater. So that'll be fun, and I look forward to that. We'll see you then. Great. I look forward to it, too. Have a good weekend. You, too. Jay Wynn Russick is our theater critic here at Midday and the author of Please Write 
a novel in letters. So that's it for us today. Coming up Monday, it's the Midday Health Watch with our good friend Dr. Lena Wen. Plus, we'll check in with Darnell Wharton about this weekend's Promise events with the Baltimore Peace Movement. And up next here on 88.1, a special musical presentation, the Morehouse College Glee Club. They are fantastic. They will perform a concert to celebrate Black History Month. Midday's director and engineer is Shania Mapson. Luke Spicknell is WYPR's operations manager. Taria Rogers and Mallory Pinkard-Pierre produce our program with help from Sam Burmistaws and Izzy Bavis. Austin Coglin from Clean Cuts wrote and recorded the Midday theme music. Thanks for joining us. I'm Tom Hall. Have a great weekend. This is your public radio 881 WYPR.